This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you and good morning. Welcome everybody to our show. And it is Tuesday morning. It's August the 11th. And it is great to have you along with us. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a lot coming up on the show, including a true crime report. And that crime report will include a Florida Man game. So we get that on the way this morning. Well, I don't, you know, I'll wait till uh, I don't want to steal anybody's headline here. I was going to talk about some of the stuff going on. Uh, so let's go around the room. Everybody share what you're working on. Brandon, good morning. Brandon Coates, morning, morning. show sports coming up a little bit later. Hey, I don't know what you're going to preview, but let me guess. Have you heard the Big Ten is indicating they're not going to have football in the fall? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, that's where we're at right now is we're looking at most of the Power Five conferences and what are they going to do in regards to the 2020 season? I think if the Big Ten bows out, that's probably going to have a, an effect on a lot of the other conferences. Well, like I think they the were going are- to, but then there was such a a strong show of like solidarity between a bunch of the different teams. Like I think Nebraska was the one that said, "Look, we're going to play." Nebraska and uh, Iowa. Yeah, because uh, twelve the twelve of the fourteen teams that are in the Big Ten uh, apparently voted to not play or voted to at least postpone the season. Okay, and was that an official or uh, like the official result, or was it just like an opinion? That's a type rumor. Of thing? Like that's oh, it was reported, rumor. but it hasn't been like uh, I believe Dan Patrick said it on his show yesterday. He's very reliable, but. The, the conference hasn't flat out come out and said, yes, this is what we voted on and this is how it turned out. But it was Nebraska and Iowa, I believe, were the two that said, yeah, we're going to do it. The ACC says they're going to play. They're absolutely going to play. The rumor also is that the Pac-12 is going to opt out of the 2020 season. So, Wasn't the Clemson too? Clemson, like a bunch of their players all came Trevor out. Trevor Lawrence and, there, the yeah. star quarterback, yeah. he came out and uh, he has said, like, yeah, we want to play this year. Uh, Alabama head coach Nick Saban, he has said he thinks the players are safer on campus than outside, you know, anywhere else. So, I mean, that's a really good point, though. I mean, they have probably have more control over them when they're on campus than they would be if they were off campus. Yeah, but some of those same schools are saying, well, we're going to have we're not going to have on campus classes. So for some reason, it applies to the athletes, but not. They, uh, they worry the stu- about your health. And by you, I mean the football players. <laughs> uh, all right. It, what, what else in sports, Brandon? Was that the main story today? That's or did you one, have anything yeah. else? I mean, there's, there's other stuff. But that's kind of the big one is what is college football going to do? Um, and then, I mean, yeah, that was, that's really kind of, the, kind of the gist of it. Although Major League Baseball, they're now looking at possibly having a bubble for the playoffs and the World Series. All right. Uh, Lisa is going to tackle news for us coming up in a couple of hours. So uh, what's leading us off today in the news, Lisa? Uh, A lot of children are getting the coronavirus. And they say this is just from obviously more movement that's happening. 
Uh, a lot of kids are heading back to school. Uh, did you see that the Georgia, they reversed the suspension well, for those students? Well, not only reversed the suspension, but then had uh, classes move back to online. Yeah, I was, that was after the superintendent came forward and said, look, guys, we can't make them wear masks. Uh, but they did say, well, you're supposed to be social distancing. And clearly that's not happening. So, yeah, those students, uh, those suspensions were uh, lifted. That and, was the uh, couple of girls took video in the hallway. And right. So the school's reaction wasn't, oh, man, we got to we got to work on this social distancing thing. The reaction was, let's how suspend dare you the tell student. on us? Yeah. How <laughs> dare you tattle on us? You're suspended. All right. And in a very non shocking moment too, uh, guess what happened at that school? A bunch of, I mean, is it that a bunch of people got COVID-19? They have nine positive cases now of coronavirus for students at that Georgia school. Um, They are now saying that, I believe, I'm trying to remember the exact number, but um, hundreds of students are now having to be told to uh, quarantine. Well, that's one of the things uh, the president had his press uh, briefing yesterday in the White House, which is a whole other can of worms, but he stressed again that kids hardly ever get it and when they do get it they don't pass it along very easily and i'm not saying i i i don't believe him i'm just saying i'd like to get a second source on that you know yeah in the days when they used to have a doctor there standing by uh but it got really awkward like whenever the when dr fauci would facepalm if trump said something but it's at this point when he says that i'm like all right, well, I hope that's true. I hope kids are relatively safe if they don't pass it on. Yeah, no, it that's looks a like... bright spot, but can I get it from somebody else? Yeah, so six students and three staff members all uh, tested positive last week. That is after uh, they took private tests, but they also said that that's after this, the that picture went viral. Mm-hmm. Um, lots that prompted outrage, of course, from parents and from outside observers. I mean, the girl that got suspended, or two girls, I think, got suspended. They're yes. really whistleblowers. I mean, they should they should get an award from the school. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Hannah Waters is the girl. She's a 10th grader at that school. She was suspended for sharing that photo. And the school even warned over the loudspeaker after the incident that others who did the same would be punished. Right. So uh, on Friday, though, the school did apologize. They did uh, rescind her uh, suspension as well as another student. Well, they said, yeah, you can come back to school. Just kidding. Nobody can come back to school because we're going to we're going to remote learn for a few days. They're like are bad, first of all. Uh, yeah. But that was kind of interesting to see. But uh, yeah, shocker. Nine people now at that school uh, testing positive, which means that hundreds of people are now going to have to quarantine uh, because of exposure. All right, there was an incident with gunfire outside the White House. The president had to be hustled out of the briefing room uh, briefly, and he's okay. And then he came back in and continued the briefer yesterday. We'll have that coming up in uh, news later, also in today in sound clips, which is just a few minutes away. Entertainment news, Joanna Barba uh, keeps her eye on Hollywood and the world of entertainment. What do we have coming up today during your your report. Well, a never before seen episode of the ABC series Blackish that was made nearly three years ago. It's now going to be available to watch on Hulu after Disney deemed it too political, too controversial to air. Right. It's very political. Right. I think it takes on it things takes like on kneeling, the Black Lives Matter, the ch- yeah, Charlottesville. Did it? So did it air? It did not because the, Disney shelved air. it. Okay. 
And now it's going to show on uh, Hulu. On Hulu. All right. Also, uh, we got a trailer for the uh, Saved by the Bell reunion movie. And I will have a, a clip of the trailer. They make they make uh, a reference to a couple of of the big storylines or big moments in Saved by the Bell. Like when they faked the alien? No, I didn't catch that. No? Oh. When the oil spill at Bayside happened and it, no. killed, it killed Zach's duck? No, the one that uh, really stood out, Brandon, was the time that uh, Jesse Spano got addicted to caffeine pills and oh. couldn't stop dancing to I'm so excited. She's so so excited. <laughs> she just can't hide it. Right, so that's... Uh, that's Zach, she's so scared. <laughs> she's so scared. That's referenced in the trailer for uh, Saved by the Bell. So we got all that coming up on the show today. I Did think they I've reference been... Zach when he got a you know when he wrecked a car when he was drunk? Because that happened in the show. Do they ever reference how Zach Morris is trash? Yes. <laughs> I, in the trailer, you know what? In five minutes, you can find it. All right. How about that? <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're trying to figure out. Are there going to be entire conferences that decide not to play football? Uh, yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> we don't really know at this point. Um, there's a there's lot reports. of. I mean, the rumors are heavy that the Big Ten is not is not going to have athletics in the in the fall. Yeah, the reports are the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are looking to postpone fall sports or just outright cancel them. But then there's other reports that are saying like conference like the ACC has said they're absolutely going to have sports. Uh, you've got Nebraska and Iowa in the Big Ten who have said if even if the conference cancels, we still want to play. Mm-hmm. So I think what ended up happening was these conferences went and voted without getting an actual feel for what people actually wanted to do and just voted. And now they're finally getting the kickback from that and it's going to be like, oh, maybe we should have rethought this. Or at least talk to some of the coaches and the players or exactly. the schools or ask them, hey, how do you feel about this? Because there's you, some you, players that want to play. You have coaches like uh, Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban. Isn't it great? I only know these coaches through the movie The Blind Side. I have no idea. That's the only reason I know Nick Saban's name. As long well, as you know it, that's all that matters. I try and try and put yourself in, in the position of a 20-year-old elite athlete let's say in football he can't he can't wait to get through college and start his pro career i mean every year that he doesn't start his pro career is a is a prime year wasted if you're talking about these really talented guys i wonder if it's going to work out so that anybody who's got to sit out a year for eligibility purposes if this will count as their year like say they don't have a regular football season do you get what i'm saying I would like somebody who transferred had to sit out. You, you think it'll count? I think so. As, I mean, that's what Major the, League yeah, Baseball I think did. So. Remember when Major League Baseball was considering not having a season at all, but you had the guys who were suspended from the Astros and the Red Sox for the season. They're like Major cool. League Baseball said, "Yeah, like this year will still count, even if there's no season, it still technically counts." But then you have guys. It's in, what's really interesting about this is you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence who. Is considered the number one overall pick next year. Like he has to play college for one more year. And one of the things that people always talk about, you know, like Jadavion Clowney was the perfect example of this too, where it was like, oh, well, we know this person's going number one overall. Why are they risking injury this year? Why are you going out there and playing? And Trevor Lawrence, he's one of the players who's on the forefront of this saying, hey, like we want to play. 
where it would be easier for him just to be like, look, I'm going to sit out this season. Yeah. Go to he, the next football. I'm yeah, going to play. I'm going to get paid for it. Pretty much, yeah, he's pretty much the number one uh, overall pick and then you know move on to the NFL. Let's take a look at TV for tonight. America's Got Talent live show uh, tonight on NBC. And then over on Discovery, Shark Week continues. It's Will Smith off the deep end. Will Smith confronts his fear of sharks. Did you know Will Smith was afraid of sharks? I think that kind of that's kind of like the default. You're afraid of sharks. Everybody was he in a shark movie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's in a movie called like Shark Tale or something like that. He voiced it. It was uh, oh yeah, animated movie. Okay, fish. (laughs) I was trying to think of if he was no, he wasn't in the Meg. Meg. (laughs) What was the one where Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, he gets eaten during his huge speech. Yeah, he gives this hero speech. Is it Deep Blue Sea? Maybe it was just Deep Blue. I, I did see that movie. I remember because he's like standing on the edge, and it's just like Hump. he gives this inspirational speech, and then all of a sudden it's like chomp. He just gets eaten. It's great. Deep, deep blue, maybe. Tonight on HBO, it's the fifteenth season premiere of Hard Knocks. It is Deep Blue Sea, by the way. Who are they following on Hard Knocks this season? Uh, both Los Angeles teams. Okay, they're following the Chargers and the Rams. Over on NBC tonight, it's World of Dance. Uh, And the Mike Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight has been postponed. I have not read into the story any more than that, but it was supposed to go down in September. Uh, Mike Tyson did his shark thing on Discovery on Sunday, but that that wasn't live or anything, so I don't know why. Uh, The fight has been postponed. Oh, yeah, how did that go? Was it, like, simulated or what? No, he actually got in in the water with sharks, what? puking his guts out. Yeah, I, I uh, would have had the clips ready for you here. He he got sick before he was going to dive, and they were saying, oh, that's a, like a lot of people get scared when they're about to uh, get in the water with sharks for the first time. And I was thinking, maybe he's just seasick. <laughs> you know, maybe Mike Tyson didn't get his, his sea legs Ooh. in quite enough time. Let me see if I can find it for you real quick. And I'm like, so his job was, he was going to get in there. He swam around with some, I didn't see it. I just heard the audio that we had yesterday. He swam around with some little sharks. Uh-huh. And then there was a big shark, and his job was to hold it while these divers attached a camera to it. Uh, here's Mike Tyson before, before diving with the sharks, and he gets very ill. And shark attack survivor Paul DeGelder was on the boat describing what's going on. And let me just warn you, if you're having your breakfast, it gets real pukey in this bitch. And, and how will Mike Tyson die? Bingo. Who had choking on his own vomit inside a scuba I mask? I did not. Nobody? Nobody had that one? All right. Uh, after teaching Mike how to grab and rub the snout of a small shark, it was time to go for the large female. Uh, Mike uh, grabbed the shark, held on to it, and the dive team's job was to attach a camera to the shark's fin. All right, so Mike Tyson actually was in the water with an actual shark. Uh, There were minimal uh, computer graphics. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Joanna Barbacoa, on your advice, I watched the first episode of the second season of Castle Castle Rock Rock? on Hulu. Good, huh? Yeah, you know who uh, plays Annie Wilkes? Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. Okay. 
You know who Lizzie Kaplan played? She's Janice Ian. Janice Mean Girls. That's right. So there are some other characters. I don't know if you how familiar you are with the Kingoverse. The greater the Stephen King Kingoverse. Yeah. Buzz's guilty pleasure. Like Go the on. jerk guy. Uh-huh. Ace. In Stand By Me, that same character was played by uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh! Did you ever see Stand By Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the like the older <gasps> kids that, that were trying to that that were trying to keep right. the younger kids away from the dead body of uh-huh. Ray Bowers, <laughs> and that's what I'm looking for are like references all to the, other characters, all the Easter eggs, if you will. Tim Robbins, who mm-hmm. played uh, Andy Dufresne in uh-huh. Shawshank Redemption, is back not as Andrew Dufresne, but he plays He's Pop Merrill. And Pop Merrill was one of the primary characters in Needful Things, which was a Stephen King novel. I think they turned that into a movie, too. So, Oh, it gets real good. Have you seen the whole thing? Yes, I already finished it. That's what I watched instead of Umbrella Academy. I'm so mad at you. I watched <laughs> season one and two again. Of Umbrella? It's so good. I just love Klaus. Season two was really good. It, it it was. Both of you guys finished season two? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, season two of Castle Rock is really good. <laughs> I've just, moved on to the last NARC. Oh, gosh. How is it really as gory as I think it's going to be? Uh, well, I don't think I've hit that yet. I've only oh, gotten like okay. 20 minutes into it, but it's, it's kind of giving the backstory. Is it about Kiki, Kiki Camarena? Yeah. yeah. It goes into, you know, they kind of give the backstory of Kiki Camarena and, and uh, like how he kind of got into uh, D, the DEA and yeah. backstory stuff. I haven't really gotten into the, the really bad stuff yet. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, his death is very uh, disturbing to hear about but uh, yeah i just i started it i'm like six minutes in and then i kind of went mm. you know i started watching uh, a little bit of and it was very heavy to watch was uh, um audrey and daisy that's the one about the two girls that were raped oh yeah and uh, uh, the wh- one of the girls just died last week well or- one of them she committed suicide yeah. i believe 10 days after the movie was released and then the other one daisy uh passed away she committed suicide last week so, but a lot of people have been rewatching that uh, documentary to look at it because they say that the the guy who was charged, who who allegedly raped her, um, had a very uh, high ranking, like a political affiliated family, and so they feel like that's something that helped him get uh, get off on not getting charged with her rape. Um, but yeah, well, a lot of the town turned on the two women too, and said, "Well, that no, they it's were- two different women, like two different towns, two different women." So what it is is basically it's just showing how this can happen to any girl in any city. So one of the stories happens in one town where Audrey lives, and the other one happens in the town where Daisy lives. So and Daisy's the one who just died last week, right? Correct. Yeah, Daisy's the one who just passed away, and well, she's the one that they said she showed up at something and. Uh, all of her, I guess, classmates had T-shirts that said they were team her rapist. Like so whatever. She, yeah, she showed up to dance class. She was at dance class, and she said that the girls had T-shirts that said, I believe the gentleman's name was Matt, and it said, like, Matt one point Daisy zero, saying oh, as if they believed her. Um, so they, or they believed him. They oh, yeah, yeah, believe they believed her. him. Sorry, yeah, they believed her, him instead of her. What's this on? Uh, it's on uh, Netflix, and mm. her um, 
you know, her house got burned down and her mother believes it was by people who um, didn't believe her daughter's rape story. And um, yeah, so my sister started watching it. So I started and then she called me. I was like, yeah, no, it's really intense. Like, don't wait, wait and watch another day. Oh, you know what? I watched a little bit of on Hulu and it turns out who would have thought that the sitcom with Bradley Whitford where it's a church choir and he's like a world famous uh, music director. Oh, uh-huh. Perfect Harmony. Yeah. How's that? Really oh, good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, very charming. Great. <laughs> if you liked, uh, let's see, what Pitch can I Perfect? compare? I never saw Pitch it's Perfect. It's the girl from Pitch Perfect, right? In a way, yeah, it's is. like all the all the characters are interesting and, and funny in the same way that Parks and Rec was. I mean, oh, it's not okay. a similar topic, but it's set in a small town and uh, I have heard good things about that. John Carroll Lynch, who's one of my favorite actors, is in it. And oh, really? Yeah, he's he's like the the rival choir director. And then Bradley I Whitford. I but. don't know. Bradley Whitford kind of gives me the creeps now ever since Get Out. <laughs> well, try and overcome that because it's pretty good. And it, it was a network show. It may still be a network show for all I know, but mm, I saw the first two episodes on uh, Hulu yesterday. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, I've got a lot of true crime stories, and I want to make sure we have plenty of time for the Florida Man game so why don't we just go ahead and get right into it actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation I will save the Florida man game for the end nice a serial bank robber is finally caught after he got back into his bank robbing ways because of the pandemic. So to if he explain, was a serial bank robber, would he, he show up and go, "I they're always after my lucky charms." <laughs> nice. Between 2012 and 2016, a guy in his 60s named James Worsick robbed more than a dozen banks in the Maryland area. Then he stopped. Police never caught him. It's entirely possible they never would. And by the way, they didn't know who the guy was until they caught him this time. Last week, 71-year-old James Worsick, the bank robber who had taken a break for about three years, four years, it says, broke his four-year hiatus and robbed another bank. Oh. This time he was caught. His luck ran out. So why did he take off for four years and yeah. go back to rob a bank? Same did he reason. go to college? No. Oh. Same reason everything happens in the world these days. Coronavirus. Oh, wow. His attorney says that Mr. Worsick is an electrician by trade, not a bank robber, but he wasn't <laughs> getting a lot of work because of the pandemic. Needed the money. But he got caught this time. He's facing 16 felony counts for armed bank robbery. And let's stay on uh, bank robberies. This is on Ontario, Canada. Maybe you've heard the stereotype that Canadians are very friendly and very mm-hmm. polite. Well, this guy doesn't do anything to take away from that. 
uh, stereotype. 58-year-old Davis Morris robbed a bank in Ottawa on Friday morning. He walked out. Was he like, sorry about that? Well, listen, he did it in the most Canadian way possible. He patiently waited in the line outside the (laughs) bank that was set up for social distancing. So he was six feet, the person Uh in front of him six feet, and he waited his turn. All right? That was nice. When it was finally his turn, he went inside, slipped the teller a note demanding the money. Okay. He got away with an undisclosed amount of cash, but police were able to track him down and arrest him. Later the same day, and I'm sure he did say, sorry. I'm off to get some maple syrup and poutine. <laughs> can you see Can you see the line of people outside? Everybody's waiting their turn to go inside. The bank robber's just sitting there waiting for it to be his it's turn. It's polite. Well, like, you could be wearing your mask that whole time, and nobody's going to look twice yeah. now. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You can be polite in this pandemic. Green. He hands a 10 to every person in line as he's walking out. Thank you for sorry, your sorry for the inconvenience. Sorry. Sorry, eh? Let's all go watch some hockey. Our next story is out of Greensburg, uh, Kansas. Police got a call on Wednesday afternoon of last week. Someone spotted a stick of dynamite oh. in a parked car. So police, the fire department, rushed to the scene to check it out. A stick of dynamite in a parked car? Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. said, hey. Was that I a looked, vibrator? I looked in. <laughs> I looked inside. I was going to go a Bugs Bunny route, and that's, you went to vibrator. Okay. What was See, your that's why you can't route? let me answer I first. Know, like, I always take it too far. Did it have TNT I thought maybe it? a flare. <laughs> did it say Acme? Yeah, Acme. <laughs> I thought maybe it looked like a flare. <laughs> vibrator. What? Oh, there you go. Yeah. You, you guys are... Are all on the right track. It wasn't dynamite. Okay. It turned out to be a beef stick in a wrapper. (laughs) That was way better than any of our guesses. Police said, quote, the vehicle owner removed the suspicious beef stick from the dash. Brandon's kind of right then. A beef stick. stick. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a beef substitute in a way, I guess. Definite meat substitute right there. Armed teenagers ran from police and ended up climbing the walls to the Mar-a-Lago Resort, the president's resort in Florida. Fancy. Officer in Palm Beach, Florida, went to check on a suspicious vehicle on Friday, and the driver took off. Okay. It turned out it was a 15-year-old boy who was driving with two friends in a car. They didn't have a license, but they did have an assault rifle. Oh, okay. So... Police figure that's why they tried to run. You know, they were joyriding, but they also had an assault rifle with them. Mm -hmm. The boys eventually pulled over and tried to get away on foot. That involved scaling a wall. What they didn't realize was that it was the wall to the Mar-a-Lago resort. Mm -hmm. President Trump was not there, and most of the club is closed right now because of coronavirus. But police say the teens are lucky because they could have got shot by the Secret Service. Because when they climbed the wall, they still had the gun on him. Uh, all three of the boys are now facing felony charges. And a, uh, this story is from Tennessee. Uh, not a lot of details on this one. 13-year-old boy in Tennessee was sitting on his grandmother's lap. Uh-oh. Grandmother was teaching the boy to drive by having <laughs> him sit on her lap on Tuesday. Uh, nobody was killed 
but he did crash into five people. Wait, how old was the grandson? Thirteen. Oh. The grandma. It's a little old to be sitting that's on grandma. I was yeah, about man. to say. That's a big that's, kid for lap sitting. That's pretty Ugh. close to legitimately getting your permit. Yeah. Was he a little guy? Don't know. <laughs> Although don't that's know. the age where there's a there can be like a wide difference in the size <laughs> of the kid. There's like, like a four foot one. And this one's six feet there. tall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, the that gr- one kid that's already got a beard. <laughs> The grandma is the one facing charges for letting the kid drive while on her lap. All right, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's time for the Florida Man game, and I just realized I didn't play the intro for the Florida Man game. Oh, yeah. Florida Man, Florida Man, never fears any bodily harm. Florida Man, Florida Man, Florida Man. That are full of bees. Florida man. Florida. <laughs> Damn it. He always cuts <laughs> it off right when Joanna starts yeah. to get into it. All right, I'm going to read you the headline. It's about uh-huh. a Florida man. And there is a word left out of the headlines. Whoever can so successfully guess the word wins the prize mm-hmm. of $10,000. dollars Broken promises, as usual, from say, Buzz. Lisa, did you ever get your uh, no, 10 grand? No, okay. no, I didn't. Did Flor- did, uh, didn't get that Starbucks either. Did Lisa win a Florida main game? Yeah. Yeah. I think the last one we played. Well, you know this this place, it takes 90 days Instead to write a check. Of- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's sitting in Joni's office. <laughs> yeah. Might be slowed down because of the pandemic. I don't know when to be expecting that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We only bill every 30, 60, and 90 days. Yeah. And then, too, if you miss it by that one month, you know, it may be gone now. We don't know. You should have gone on. Oh, you came in after 91 days. It's void. Sorry. Yeah. But we have a gift card for Stateline. (laughs) All right. Here's the headline with one word missing Florida man arrested for assault with a blank at 7 Eleven. Once again, Florida man arrested for assault with a blank at 7-Eleven. As okay, our contestants are writing down, I hear Lisa's uh, I think I got buzzed mine. in. Got Brandon's it. good, and it yeah. looks like Joanna uh-huh. also has her answer. For those playing along at home, uh-huh. good luck. All right, let's get our answers and find out if anybody got it right. Lisa, you rang in first. You get to go first. Florida man arrested for assault with a blank at 7-Eleven. You know, guys, I really have that beef stick stuck in my head. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the hot dog. <laughs> All right, let's find out. Was Florida man arrested for assault with a hot dog at 7-Eleven? <laughs> no, that is incorrect. <laughs> go, Brandon, go, Brandon, no, go, Brandon next. Go, Brandon next. Answer. No, no, you can't change your answers. Just... No, he, he can because he... I picked hot dog too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that doesn't matter. Just, you just, just have to say... No, no I... we can change him if we have the same answer. Yeah. You've let us do that before. That's not the way match game works. I'm, well, t- well, this is... Look, until According Lisa, match game, until Lisa Florida gets man. her $10,000, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, he put a hot dog too. All right. Why is beef on our minds? Hot dog is not well, correct. Brad, okay, so. I changed it. I got it because oh. I have a backup answer. All right, go ahead. Okay. I went fountain drink. Oh, okay. Is the answer fountain drink? Ah, uh, see. It's a good pause there. It's a good pause. Uh-huh. Got my hopes up. 
Joanna. I love getting knocked down like that. <laughs> Florida man arrested for assault with a blank at 7-Eleven. I, too, referenced the beef stick story, and I went with vibrator. Yeah! <laughs> assault with a vibrator at yes. the 7-Eleven? I think you just had vibrator on the brain we ever did. since that beef stick story. We got that meat <laughs> stuck on our mind. Actually. <laughs> was it sausage? Brandon, you was, was, a sausage? was it anything from the convenience store? It was. Ooh. And you might want to take this up with. None of us said beef stick. You might want to take this up with accounting, Brandon. Was it close? Is it a Slurpee? It was a Slurpee. Oh, oh it was so close. Here's the story. Uh, 40-year-old Brian Duffy of Pinellas Park, Florida, <laughs> went into 7-Eleven. And got into an argument with the clerk about the price of a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I bought a Slurpee, but I, my memory is that they're pretty clearly marked. Yeah, as yes. far as the price goes. Yeah, like ninety-nine cents, buck nineteen, buck on thirty-nine. It's right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Duffy, who once again is a forty-year-old man, uh-huh. argued with the clerk about the price of the Slurpee. <laughs> okay. The clerk, who was a female. Mm-hmm. Ended up taking the Slurpee away from Mr. Duffy <laughs> you know because what? he was refusing to pay for it. You get no Slurpee, sir. Duffy, yeah. she soup Nazi'd him. <laughs> Duffy, no listen to you. this. Duffy slapped the cup out of the woman's hand. Uh-huh. Get that cup out of my face. In the process, the Slurpee flew all over the clerk. So Mr. Mm-hmm. Duffy was arrested for battery. What is? What a waste of Slurpee. Yeah. He has a previous battery conviction. We are not aware if that involved uh, a slushed drink or not. So since this was his second battery uh, charge, he was charged with a felony because of that. But (laughs) the answer, Florida man arrested Uh for assault with a Slurpee at 7-Eleven. Florida man, Florida man, with a sewer rat. (laughs) Florida man, Florida man. (laughs) Is human meat. Yeah. (laughs) Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Did you notice, Joanna, that I left, uh, I didn't stick around the office really late yesterday? Yeah. You Did you ask Daver to do out. something again and then bolted when <laughs> you started to work on it? Not this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nico left a door open and the dogs got out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that happened on, well, I guess that was Sunday night. <laughs> oh, Sunday night? Oh. Yeah, it was Sunday night. And normally what they do is they, they run out, they like... Get sprayed by a skunk. Kill a cat. Uh-oh. I don't what? know about or kill a neighbor's cat. chicken. That's, uh, you know, I don't know that for a fact. It's open to interpretation. That chicken could have just died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they get in the river. Fear. And then they come back the next day. Well, they weren't back the next day. So after work, I went. I spent the entire day. Nico left half through the, halfway through the show. And he's like, bye, Joanna. I got to go. Buzz's dogs got out. Yeah. And as he's leaving, Buzz tells me, Joanna, Nico let my dogs out. Oh, he didn't mention that it, they got out because he <laughs> left because the door open. <laughs> so I was going back and forth between driving and looking for him. And riding my bike so I can ride up and down like the canals and stuff, you know. 
And mm-hmm. I'd gotten a couple of calls. Did you find a like, set of nunchucks again? Not this time. Oh. But I, I drove that area by the river for sure. I, you'd get a call. It's like, hey, I, I just saw your dogs. Because <laughs> okay. they got a tag with my number on it, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, where are you? And it's like, well, they took off. <laughs> well, they're not here anymore. And then I, I've had like, hey, I got your dogs in my backyard. By the time I call them back, they, they look back there and... My dogs are German Shepherds and they're climbers, <laughs> and they're gone. So finally, <laughs> I get a call, mm-hmm. and it's a guy who says, "Hey, I, I found a couple of dogs." And That's cute. They're always together. Yeah, they they never part. That's adorable. They're always together. That's why he was able to chain one of them in the backyard because the other one wouldn't <laughs> leave, and Aww. he would alternate. Like one would be chained up, and he knows the other one can roam around, and then he would flip flop because he knows mm-hmm. that they wouldn't. One separate. will never. L- leave the side of the other one uh so i Aww. i asked the guy where are you can you can you hold on to him because it had already happened that people had spotted him first of all it was like four miles away oh my God. they never go that far you know where i live right yeah do you know where the willows are yes they're in the freaking willows man where's the willows that's that's close it's by sunset I was, but it's like three or oh, four down miles donovan yeah. yeah yeah okay and I'm like, uh, can you hang on to him? He goes, well, I'm an Uber driver. Oh. And I said. Well, Uber him to me? Yeah. I said, <laughs> look, if you'll put him in your car and bring him to me, I'll give you 40 bucks <laughs> for your time. So he thinks about it. He's like, all right, I got one food delivery to make. So that's the what happened. The dogs ate the food. The dogs <gasps> ended up Ubering back to my house. <laughs> I'm surprised he was able to get him in the car because the time when Buzz was on vacation and it snowed, I went to go pick them up because I was going to take the dogs over to his ex's place because she said that they could stay there because Buzz was like, oh, just leave them outside. It's like like in the teens outside. I'm not leaving these dogs outside. They got fur coats. Yeah. Okay. Well, the problem was, and and there were already full grown German shepherds at this point. And they did not want to get into the back of my car. I would open up the back hatch and I picked one up and I put him in and I'd have to have the other one on the leash because he would run away. So I've got them both on the leash in my hand, pick one up, put him in the back, and then I would turn around. (laughs) And then as I would pick the other one up, the other one would jump out and then he starts running. So he starts dragging me through the cul-de-sac. Nice. The the other one is standing there. So then he runs with the other one. So then I'm being sled dogged down the street trying to contain (laughs) these two German shepherds. Well, they used to associate it with going to the vet, which they really didn't like. Since then, we've gone to do more fun things so that they're very excited (laughs) to get in the car now. Oh, that's good. So the guy, you just open a car door and they get in. So they Ubered and I gave the guy 40 bucks, you and then I gave him an extra 20 because they'd been running in the river and got sprayed by skunks and oh messed no. up the back, so I gave him an extra 20 to get it detailed or whatever. I hope that was a good enough deal. No, it you wasn't. You Ubered no. your dogs to the yeah. house. Yeah, my dogs got Ubered back to my house. They were freaking exhausted. Like, they just went... First of all, they knew they were in trouble. Uh-huh. You, know, you could tell by the look on their face. They knew. It's like, all right, I know we effed up. <laughs> they went in the backyard. All they did was just lay there. They were just beat. Aww. And a, and they'd been sprayed by skunks. Where do they find all these skunks? Mm-hmm. I see them almost every morning. I see skunks and raccoons on my way to work <laughs> almost every morning. Uh, Brandon, tell us this uh, story about trying to uh, develop relationships in the time of COVID. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody was asking for a little help here. And they were wondering if anybody else has experienced this, especially in the COVID age. But it could have been before. 
And it's kind of, I thought this person was hot until blank. And so the story goes, on Saturday, I met a guy at Kroger, and I thought he was so hot. We were both being careful and staying our uh, safe distance and had our masks on going down the aisle. I was bold enough to ask him for his number. He gave it to me. Wait, the lady asked the guy for the, the number? The lady asks the guy or for the could, number. Or could it be two guys? Um, Does it say she's I mean, a lady? it could be two guys, yeah. I guess. All right. Um, I felt like we had uh, some great chemistry, even though we only talked for less than 15 minutes. We were texting all day, and I swear he was making me smile all afternoon. We decided uh-huh. to go to an outdoor restaurant for some Tex-Mex later that evening. Thank you. When we went to dinner, it started out great. Then we took our masks off, and wow, I was in mm. shock. His teeth were all jacked up, and he had his this wispy mustache. He instantly went from a nine to a four on Ooh. the hot scale. So I he was, only looked good from the mask up? Yeah, I guess. Wow. That's deception. I was so distracted. The whole dinner was a blur. It threw me off my game. <laughs> my friends think I am being shallow since we hit it off, and I liked his personality. One friend said you can always get your teeth fixed and shave the mustache, but finding someone with great chemistry is hard to come by. Mm. I'm not sure what to Uh. do. He texts me the next day saying he wants to see me again. Uh. I haven't texted him back yet. I hate feeling like I'm being shallow, but looks are very important. Is there a way to get him to shave the mustache and possibly get him to think about getting his teeth fixed? Am I a bad person for feeling this way? It's almost an an am I the a-hole here. The deception. I mean, imagine you were a guy I mean, and you were going to tell a girl she, within a few days of meeting her. It's like, hey, for this thing to work, you're going to have to fix your jacked up teeth. Because well, that's have a to deal say breaker. In, like the first like week, or when you first meet somebody. So yeah. give it like a month or two. She said but he went from a nine to a four. But she does say they have like good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the, I think not being repulsed by the other person is a big part of chemistry. So, you know, they well, have good chemistry other than that. A four is pretty low. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker. I think that you... The would you last it out or ride it out, kind of? I would, yeah. Yeah, because maybe yeah, he's going to Neville Longbottom and then you're going to be like, uh, look, I was there. When he was nothing. I have no issue telling someone to shave their mustache. <laughs> I have you just tell them that mustache is terrible, shave it. Yeah, no, I have no issue. Okay, that. so the mustache wouldn't be an issue, but do you have any problem telling him to get his teeth fixed? No. Uh-huh. I mean, everyone's wearing masks right Maybe now. Maybe you can drop hints. I mean, hey, I'm missing a tooth right now, and you guys didn't know for like a month. Yeah, see, I don't think, you know what, as weird as it is, I always think that I'm very big about teeth, and I must not be. Because well, now I, that he's pointed it out, every time I see Brandon, I just hear. <laughs> every time I see Brandon, he's wearing the mask. Yeah. So it is a whole lot easier doing this accent here when you're missing a tooth, boy. Let me tell you something, boy. Because yeah, I remember <laughs> someone said something about a mutual friend's teeth before. And I said, oh, I don't even notice them. And everyone in the room just turned and looked at me like, you've never noticed his teeth. Like no, what, is there something wrong with them? Like so, I don't think I would probably notice that. And that's something that I mean, yeah, they're right. You can get that fixed in the future um, if it's that big of a deal. Another example. This w- definitely wasn't a deal breaker, but I had already been dating somebody for like a couple, three months. Mm-hmm. And we came back from something, and they started taking out pieces of their hair. They took out like sixty percent of all their hair, which what, were was clip-ons. it like a weave? Oh, oh like whoa. like 
Oh, like, like I don't extensions. know. It's just it's like How I, is that? I, I thought that was all her hair, and then it all starts coming out, and I'm like, huh. Yeah, that's most of your hair is laying on the couch now, or the dresser. Welcome to... But I was okay with it. I mean, she's still pretty, and uh-huh. we were getting along and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, it's just... Uh, Aside from the hair on the couch. See, yeah. I didn't... Yeah, but that's normal for a girl. Okay. <laughs> is it? Have you never... Yeah, girls oh, yeah. wear extensions. They probably ripped, She probably ripped her eyelashes, her eyelashes off at some point. probably not real, too. Yeah, she took off her makeup. There went half of her, her you know, eyebrows, contouring. Yeah. She unplugged well, I, it. I knew there were certain parts about her that weren't real, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, the, no. but the hair thing was kind of like, how... How could this have been kept a secret for months? Her hair? Are you not running your hands through her hair? How are you not? All right, I I have to tell you something. I don't know how this is going to come off. Oh, I'm excited. It's always going to go bad, but yes, please do. Uh, She was African-American, and you don't run your finger through an African-American girl's hair. Apparently, it's just not a thing. Like, that is not acceptable. So, yeah, it's just all this hair came out. I was like... Yeah, that's like 75% of your hair just came off just now. Was it Was it a weave? Was it extensions? Was it a lace? Or, I don't know. I don't lace? know these terms. All I know is that her, she had short hair. I didn't know. Well, I'm just wondering then if it was like... It was fun. It wasn't a deal breaker. Well, I'm just wondering though if really she had like her. a... Was it a lace front or was I this don't like know. a... Like a sewn in extension. Like a let's put it this way: uh, wait, I didn't, right? sus- I didn't suspect a thing. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> so clearly it looked good. Yeah, dang. Okay. Cool. All right, so if anybody wants, that's to what call I want to know for personal reason. Is that a full yeah. lace front? I don't know. I didn't ask. Do you still have contact with her? Because I would like to know where she got. Married. Yeah, we kind I of, know what we kind of drifted. You know, the relation. Uh, like, uh, she got married. Oh, <gasps> is this the one? The the what? Your like great white buffalo. Great white. Buffalo. The one that got away? Yeah. <gasps> Great white buffalo. Oh, Buzzy. Uh, yeah. It Maybe. is. It totally is. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Oh. Well, anyway, <laughs> I didn't mean to identify anybody here, <laughs> but uh, I was just trying to come up with an example of somebody <laughs> being hot so until. But she was still hot, so it doesn't really work. So if you've got like great eyes, you can This do your, is your time. This is your moment. Mm hmm. This is your element. Well, Let the, it live. I, f- I feel like the teeth Work thing is a, a thing that I've noticed before. Like a lot of attractive people is like, wow, what an attractive. Ooh. And then they open their mouth <laughs> and they got summer teeth. I don't know. know I just sent Brandon my example. Yeah. Some, are those, some are over oh that way. God. Some are over this way. Brandon, you know the person <laughs> we're speaking of. How long did it take you to notice the teeth? Uh, not too long. It was something wait, wait, that wait, was It took me a while because me, I yeah. had never had a like a face-to-face conversation with them. Who are we talking about? Don't worry about it. We'll tell you. When I did, I was like, oh. All right, so what's something you didn't notice and you thought they were hot until, and was it a deal breaker or not? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Hey, we have a caller. Let me give out the uh, phone number once again. Phone calls a big part of our show. Helps us keep in touch with you. Uh, You can let us know what's going on. Toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. Where did this story... Was this a Reddit story or just online? No, this was, this was something that uh, other radio people have shared. Oh, all right. So give me the what we're talking about. This lady met a guy at the grocery store. Or we assume it's a lady. It could be a guy. But somebody met a guy at the grocery store 
and thought they were really attractive. And it wasn't until they texted because they were wearing and, their masks. Yeah, and, and then, then he took the mask off, and, and, and all of a sudden it was like you know, gross mm-hmm. teeth and and a weird mustache mm-hmm. and. I believe we have Crystal on the line. Hi, Crystal. I've given you a different name. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. You, you can use a phony name here. Just we don't pronounce care. it Crystal. <laughs> okay, it's spelled with an L E. Um, so I met a guy on a popular dating site, and we talked for like a month. And I was like, okay, that's fine to meet. So we met, and I was like, well, we'll go in my car. We'll meet, and we'll go in my car. Yeah. Well. We decided to go to Chico's, so we went to Chico's, and everything was fine until he smiled. And he, in his pictures, he looked real handsome, cowboy hat, really good looking. And when I met him, uh, he smiled, and his teeth were yellow, mm. like super yellow. Like I cannot put enough emphasis on this yellow. Really, really, like, really yellow. Really yellow. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) So we went on the date, and I told him, I made the excuse that he ate. That's why we're not going to kiss. Because, well, that is gross. Oh, he wanted a kiss, and you told him, oh, it's because of the cheese. (laughs) It's because of the food that I don't want to kiss you. Exactly. I'm like, we can't kiss because you ate that. And that's gross. So what did so you get? So when the date ended, he just we just did a peck on the cheek, and mm-hmm. that was it. And never, I never talked to him again. Did he try and hit you back up on the on the dating app uh, or site, well, whatever it was? Number already. So oh, he had your he, number. Yeah, he we had each other's number already. Did he and try and he, get back in touch with you? Did you ghost him? Yes, I did. You ghosted him because his teeth yes. were yellow. Yes. I, they were really yellow. Like, I can't put enough emphasis on how yellow Right. Like a highlighter? Like a yellow highlighter? Yes, like a yellow highlighter. Oh, my God. What does that mean? Is, it, is it, If somebody's teeth are that yellow, is it because they smoke? I asked him if he smoked, and he said, yeah. Okay. So that was a big no-no. That's like, you have to have nice teeth. They don't have to be perfect, but come on. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be yellow, especially not as bright as you're describing them. Yeah, like I take care of my teeth, and I don't want to kiss yellow. Mm-hmm. Pretty gross. Did his, did he have bad breath? Well, I didn't get that close to him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you made the right choice. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, there you go. What, what's the deal you can do? Uh, like, a lot of c- celebrities get... Whitening? No, no, well, whitening, but there's a step beyond... Oh, veneers. Beyond, veneers, yeah. Veneers, yeah. What's the deal with that? I heard uh, Halle Berry had veneers. She's got So, veneers, teeth. what it does, basically, <laughs> is it bonds like a, a, a fake front. It's like a facade almost to your tooth. So, you're just putting a white coat over your... Your teeth no, are still no, no. nasty it's an actual. It's an actual... It looks like a tooth. So it's it, so if you have really tiny teeth 
or if you have, um, yeah, like any teeth that are like decayed or they uh, are really yellow, veneers, they, they actually bond to your tooth. Because Hillary Duff got some and everyone was saying that they were too big for her face. Like they were a little almost uh, like the, the size of the tooth like, was too big. Like Matt Dillon and There's Something About Mary. This guy, yes. <laughs> this guy didn't need veneers. He needed Clorox. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's the way to, to uh, go at the problem, but thank you, Crystal, for calling. No problem. Bye. All right, we'll see you. Crystal just could not take the guy's yellow teeth. 844-305-6210. I want to see if we have any other calls on this before we move on. But if we don't... I've got some neckline calls. That's a number you can call in, leave a message for the morning show. Keep in mind, when you leave that message, we're going to listen to it. It might get played back on the air. Joanna, you might need to help me out with some of these. Like People are calling, and it's like, if they called a couple of days ago, I might have forgot, or on Friday, I might have forgotten what it was we were talking about, that they're talking about, if you can help me figure any of these out. Morning. Enjoying your show this morning. You are doing a good job. Uh, FYI, Buzz, if you want to live to see 150 years of age and see your hair fall out, um, I would drive a little safer. Be careful with those red lights. That's all I got to say. Take care. Bye. Did you blow a red light in front of somebody? I was going to ask you about I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, know what that refers to. But I don't know. Red you? lights. Somebody probably saw you driving on the road and you were driving like a maniac. Probably looking for your dog. Oh. Did you run a red light? Well... Yeah, it was that new... It, first of all, it was at 4 o'clock in the morning, so it shouldn't really count. And second of all, it was when you get off the highway, and it's it's weird, like the light, you can't tell which light you're supposed to wait on. Are you coming off of that uh, Off of I-10 on the new thing? Wait, I-10 or the toll road? I-10? The toll road. Okay. So the, the light is not right in front of you. It's off to a side, and it's like, all right, do I have a green light? Or well, no, do I it not is have a green it, light. It's pointed when you when you get there. You can't just blow through that. Well, I didn't just blow through it, but I sat there for like fifteen seconds and decided you know, nobody was around. But maybe that guy saw me. But <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. It's the one guy that was around. <laughs> hey Buzz, I hopped on your chat a little bit today. I called you a dumbass. <laughs> because you were talking about the extern Beirut. But uh, think of me as a big brother. I've got to call you out sometimes and tell you when you're screwing up. All right. But I still love you after the last 12 years. Okay. Well, thank you. That is uh, that is Robo What's voice the, guy. Is that what was he talking about specifically? The Beirut explosion, which. I, I don't know what I said that would have been like a dumbass. I don't know. Well, there's a lot, so yeah, but, at least RoboVoice is able to pick through it. Yeah, but I didn't claim to be an expert on explosions. I just said, wow, I wonder wonder what caused that. Well, I think the... Was it when we were comparing the size? I, not sure. I think, if I remember, because I did see RoboActive in the chat a few days ago, maybe, like, without really knowing anything, Trump had said that his generals told him it was a missile... Or a bomb, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe his, maybe his generals told him that, but I'd really like to hear it from them." And it doesn't sound like they're going with that missile narrative, as far as the explosion, or that it was an attack. Yeah, I think the point I was making was like, in some of these meetings, I could see Trump being like, 
oh, that really looked like a missile, didn't it, General? And the general said, we'll look into it, sir. We could be. He didn't, and then Trump say, he didn't tell me no. He, 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 that's right. It must have been a missile. Uh, maybe that's what that was about, but I don't take offense. Robo voice guy made me my family crest, which hangs proudly behind me in the studio. I'd say he'd be a good uh, big brother to have. <laughs> Hi, Sandra. Hey, Buzz. Good morning, Sandra. We're back to the live calls, guys. Uh, Sandra, oh, okay. what's something that was a deal breaker or could have been a deal breaker that you'd yeah, they were hot until dot, dot, dot. So my roommate, we were in college in the late 80s, and my roommate went to a club, brought home a guy. The next morning at like 8 a.m., she's banging on my door, drags me out of my bed, takes me into a room, and this guy is sleeping on her bed, and he's like he's like bald. She said she'd gone to the club, he's wearing a bandana and had long hair, and he looked <laughs> like the guy from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, he had, like, hair below, but nothing on top. And she was like, oh, my gosh, how do we get him out? Like, you mean how do we get him out? like the Igor like, guy from Rocky Horror yes. Picture Show, the hunchback yes. guy? Like that old Gallagher yes. look? Yes. And she was like, I just don't know how to get him out of my room. How do we get him out of my room? So, yeah, that was a deal breaker for her. Oh, no. <laughs> I think an easy way to get him out of your room that quick is say, hey, let's go meet my mom for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> or let's go look at wedding dresses. Yes. <laughs> That's one way to do so, it. So, okay. yeah, so that's when bandanas were really hot and cool and, you know, everybody's wearing them in the 80s. Yeah. When they took them off, yeah. Trying to different. look like Brett Michaels. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what she thought was going on. <laughs> oh, but I'm just I'm just picturing that, that guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, yes. It was awful. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. I couldn't <laughs> get out of the room. I just couldn't handle it. Wait, did she, uh, like, did she get sexy with him before she noticed the hair? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. She spent the night. She woke me up at five in the morning because I guess when she woke up, she realized the bandana had come off. And Oh, so yeah. he left the bandana on during the, yeah. the coitus. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And she was just so stressed, like woke me up, drug me out of my room. Like, How do I get this do? bald guy yes. out of my room? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Thanks, Sandra. All right, bye. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Joanna's going to have entertainment news, but we've got a topic that has kind of taken off. And uh, it's about two people who met in a grocery store. They had their mask on. They exchanged numbers. Then they texted. Really hit it off. It wasn't until they went on a date that the guy took, took off his mask and what was it again? Bad, really bad teeth, but what was the other thing? The mustache. It was described as a wispy mustache. <laughs> the, uh, well, we don't know if it was a lady or if it was a guy, but whoever the other party was said that, that the mustache guy went from being a, a nine with the mask on to a four with the mask off. We've got Linda who is calling uh, today from Abilene. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you doing? Very good, Linda. Tell us a story about someone who was hot right up until what? Well, my story's a little different than okay. the other one. Right. I met a guy that um, he had a big bushy mustache, and which was cool. Like a Tom dated. Selleck, like a t- like a Tom Selleck, or like a, a yeah. Ron Swanson, yeah, like, a Tom, like a Tom Selleck. Or, this was back in the late eighties. Was he a police officer? And, uh, <laughs> 
No, he's a tire salesman. He sold me a tire, and I wrote him a hot check, and <laughs> he called me, and we started going out. Yeah, that's called that's called an Abilene proposal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was in California, oh. but anyway, so we dated for probably uh, about a month and a half before um, I realized that he did not have any top teeth. Like none. None. He was in a motorcycle accident a long, long time ago and lost his all his teeth. And he had dentures, but because he was with a motorcycle gang, somebody stole his dentures. <laughs> but oh. I digress. We uh, oh, wait. Wait. Hold on a second. I need to know, Linda. Was the mustache bushy enough that it hid the fact that he didn't have upper teeth? Yes. Okay. Oh. And he's actually, he pointed it out to me, and I was like going, I had no idea. But by then, we were in love. Uh, we stayed together for about 10 years, on and off. We had two beautiful children, and we lost him in 2003. The, the, the father? Yeah. Mustache guy? Yeah, mustache guy. Yeah. So mine's not a deal breaker. It was, it, it didn't matter at Aww. that point. Had you kissed that. him? I, mean, I know it's getting a little yeah. uh, a little personal. Yeah, you kissed and him I, and didn't notice there were no there were no chiclets no, in there. I did not notice. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, that's an amazing story. That. Thank you, Linda. Thank for you. Have a good day. Bye bye. All right. See, well, teeth aren't always a that deal breaker. <laughs> He sold me a tire. I wrote him a hot check. <laughs> we were in love. <laughs> Hi, Serge. Hey, Buzz. How's it going, everybody? Doing good. Serge, we're talking about uh, people who were hot until, and then you fill in the rest. So go ahead. Until I found, all right, well, it was until I found out she was a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. which isn't a, isn't a bad thing. It's just this was ridiculous to the point where we were dating for a few months and it just grew on me that you know this this young lady likes to smoke a lot and i used to smoke cigarettes maybe a pack a week but um no this one just it it just got bad sergio let me ask you that seems like something that you would know right away like if somebody smoked two packs a day Correct. You would know that immediately, just because oh, yeah. of the smell in the hair and the teeth, and the you know probably by looking at the hands. Hey, Serge, you want to go out again? Did you not know that she was <laughs> such a smoker for all that time? Well, see, what happened was at first, you know, I smoke cigars occasionally. So, I mean, you know, I don't have a bad deal with the smoke. It's just with her. It's You're not a teetotaler, right? I got you, but like, how many do you think she was smoking a day? Well, look, on the night that I remember we went to the bar, she had about nine cigarettes within like four hours, maybe three hours. But there are some people that only do that when they're drinking. Like, I know some people that I I don't know that I've ever seen them smoke outside of a bar setting. So was it like that? No, because even other times we'd hang out, like meet up somewhere for lunch or something. She had that cigarette in her hand and... You know, and and where I noticed it got worse is uh, was two quick stories. One, she got a little drunk and demanded cigarettes, and I was like, "Oh wow, get me cigarettes!" Oh wow, boy, how many of my nights have ended up with that being said? And then the next, the next one that was a deal breaker was, you know, we we were getting intimate, and the body odor was. So yeah, after that, I kind of started drifting away little by little. 
But Nobody wants to kiss an ashtray. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, and 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 you're right, Buzz. You can always tell when when someone, you know, has been smoking or whatever. But I guess this one just little by little. I guess she got a little comfortable and started not to care much. All right. Okay, <laughs> all right, Serge, you still smoke the cigars? Yeah, I do. Usually what do you I like? Do, what do you usually go uh, for? My old my go to is always oil of Monterrey. Or the, Hold on, uh, spell that for me. <laughs> Oyo, H-O-Y-O. H-O-Y-O, Monterey. De Monterey. D-E, and then Monterey. And what does that go for a stick? Like, uh, is that really expensive one or moderately uh, priced? They're moderately priced. There's some that go for like... Five or six? Five eighty. Yeah. Five eighty a stick to like nine... Right. But that's usually my go-to. I'll try them Those out. Are, hey, when are we going to yeah. get start getting Cuban cigars? I thought we had made a deal with Cuba. We were going to start getting some Cuban products, and Americans can no, go visit not, Cuba No, now. we're not allowed yeah. to go visit them oh, anymore. Man. I've, been, I've been trying to get my hands on some, too. Yeah. All right. Well, let me know but, if you um, have a breakthrough. I got a friend in Juarez who says, just come over. Just drive to Juarez. I'll take you to the airport. We'll fly to Cuba. It'll be no problem. Lickety split. But I have yet to take him up on it. Hey, man, well, I'll keep in contact with right. you. I'll get some, my hands on some. I'll email you. All right, some. Serge. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Y'all doing some illegal activities on the radio right what now? Aren't here? they technically illegal? It's just contravening an embargo. It's not like a real crime. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. This okay. is why I don't take that seriously at all. We found out because of the Monica Lewinsky scandal that the president, whoever the president is, has cigars with a band that has the presidential seal mm-hmm. in the White House. Guess what they are? Cubans. Cubans. There's an embargo that none of the rest of us can have a Cuban cigar. Mm-hmm. But the President of the United States has an official cigar with the with the seal on the band, and it's a Cuban. How how do how is that fair? I ask you. <laughs> so if I can get my hands on one, I'll smoke it. Okay. Hello, uh, Nancy. <laughs> Hey, bud. How y'all doing? Doing good. Talking about uh, things where somebody was hot up to a certain point and then something happened. So what what do you want to tell us? Uh, Yes. Well, uh, I've been talking to this guy for several months, and he just kept bugging me to go out with him. And I finally caved in because I thought, hey, I'm going to college. I don't have any money. It's a free meal, right? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, sure. So we go sit at the restaurant and we order our food and we're getting along very nicely. The food comes and he pops out his upper plate and lays it on the table. Mm-hmm. Was, so you were college aged? Yes. And was he of a similar age or was he older? He was a little bit older, not that much. Not that Probably much. Probably six years. Okay. So around 30, maybe around 28. Yeah, in his 20s. So he just popped it out, and did he say anything about it? Oh, yeah, he says, you want to know how I lost my teeth? And I said, no, nope, I got to go. That's it? <laughs> you know, like some women like uh, hockey players, and one thing you're going to find is it's very rare that you find a hockey player that has a tooth mm-hmm. that of their own left in their head. So, Or rodeo guys, like a lot of times rodeo guys, except especially the ones who ride the bulls, no, have gotten he, a, it was nothing like that? No, he followed me out to my car and said, Look, I got hit in the mouth by a husband who was angry at me for having sex with his wife. Okay, well, that seems oh, like more wow. of a deal breaker really than something you want to brag about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Did oh, you, well, he was, yeah, he you, was bragging. All right. He was nasty. All right. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> you bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. 
One more call, and then I think we got to take a break. Hi, Joseph. Hey, how are you today? Doing good. What's up, Joseph? Well, I just heard you talking about cigars. I uh, work in Odessa in the oil field, and I work with nothing but Cuban individuals. Cubans are allowed to bring Cuban cigars from Cuba. I have about uh, probably eight to ten boxes of Cohibas. Oh, yeah? If you'd like some. I would. Let me put you on hold. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I don't want to compromise your identity, <laughs> oh, Joseph. Huh? They brought them here. They it's brought them. It's, it's legal? Here. Yes. They can bring them. God, it'd be just my luck that I finally get tripped up. Of all the shenanigans I get up to, that it's tripped up on embargoed cigars is the thing that gets me. <laughs> yeah, we've already been visited by the Secret Service, man. <laughs> Not this year, oh. though. All right, oh, hang, no. hang on. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Joseph. Uh-huh. Joanna's going to get your number. I'm going to call you. Yes, sir. All right. Boy, the first time I smoked a Cuban cigar... It was like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Like, that's a good quality cigar. And then my head started swimming. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so strong. Right. If you're not used to them, they can make you a little dizzy. Not like high, but just like Ooh. you almost feel a little seasick. Um, so Cubans can bring in Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. Can you look that up on the Internet and double check that for me? Sure. I want to make sure this isn't some kind of sting. There's a lot of people out to get me. <laughs> uh, all right, here's the uh, here's the final call. Then we got to take a break. Okay, we're gonna move in. Brian uh, has got a story for us. They were hot until. Hi, Brian. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Doing good, Brian. What happened? I met this girl mm. who, for a couple of years, she was uh, having bike runs. Because she had cancer. Like motorcycle bike runs? Correct. Fundraisers and stuff? Okay. Uh, Correct. And so we started dating and stuff, and I was out of town working. When uh, she kept telling me that she had cancer, she didn't have money, she didn't have insurance. So I sent her a good check to help pay for a surgery. Okay, she was your girlfriend, so you sent her a check because she was going through this this cancer issue. I... Oh, we lose him, Brian. Are you there, Brian? I, uh, I think. Oh, that's really him. leaving us hanging. Yeah. So they have bike runs where, where it's a fundraiser. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping he's going to come back on or call back. And he met this girl and then was sending her money. Yeah, uh-huh. sounds very nice. I I hope it worked out for him. I hope she she beat the cancer and. I feel like that's not they fell in love. Uh-huh. I got the feeling that wasn't where it was headed either. No, I didn't. All right, we'll call back Brian. I don't know what happened. We just the the signal dropped off right as we were getting to the good part. I feel like. it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Did uh, Brian get back to us? Oh, hey Brian. <laughs> hey, can you hear me, Brian? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, so you were saying you met this girl. Uh, she had cancer. That's why they were having bike runs for you, and you started dating. And then you, you were right. sending her money for uh, things dealing with her health. Yes, about right. eight grand. About how much? 8000 About 8000 But she was your girlfriend. This wasn't just like a casual, you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend? We had barely been going out for maybe a month and a half, two months, somewhere around there. Okay, 
but we had been speaking on the phone for quite some time until we actually started well, dating. Okay, so anyway, uh, the whole topic here is uh, you you thought they were hot until so what what happened next in the course of the events? After I had sent some uh, flowers for as a gift yeah. to her doctor's office. Uh, and I asked them, hey, uh, so uh, how did that surgery go? Uh, did you guys remove all the tumors? And they're like, excuse me, tumors? Uh, why don't you go ahead and just send her flowers to her house and say, we're about to release her. And that's when it clicked. I'm like, oh, something's not right here. Wait a minute. So she was in the was she was was she in a doctor's office or a hospital for this procedure? Well, I found out it was a doctor's office, and when the, their secretaries told me that to send her flowers to her house, they cannot disclose any information upon her procedures. That's yeah. when I started investigating, asking the questions, and it all ended up that she got breast implants. <laughs> Wait, did she have cancer? No, she never did. She didn't have cancer at all. She'd been had she been trying to raise money all this time for breast implants for two years. Did you get to experience them? You know what? I was asleep one time in my apartment, and I heard noises, and she was standing in the foot of my bed. Wait, wait, wait! At, I woke up. This was after you broke up. After I told her I didn't want nothing to do with her, after I found out her lies, after I had spoken to my attorney, because I wanted to see if I can get my money back. Yeah. And you gave her $8,000 thinking it was for cancer treatment. Ex- ex- yes, exactly. It was... It, it was all a lie. Oh, my God. And you broke up with her before you got to take him out for a spin? No, like I said, I was asleep one time, and I was hearing noises, and I woke up, and she was standing at the foot of my bed. I do not know how she got into my house. What did she want? She wanted to talk to me. She wanted to apologize to me, and she wanted to have sex with me. You know what I would have said? Uh, Okay, show me my boobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would have said to her. All right. I didn't have to say it. She did it all voluntarily. Oh, so you guys, you guys went to went to Bone Town. Apparently, she thought that I was going to forgive her. Uh, she she went ahead did everything. I just laid back. Sure, I took yeah, her for a ride. I got you. Yeah, I took him for a ride, and then after that, I kicked her out. I said, "You need to go because you're in trouble." Yeah, faking cancer so you get breast implants. You should just ask for the breast implants. <laughs> There's been a lot of people. Yeah, they were. They were better natural. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. All right. Thanks, Brian, for the call. That was really interesting. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So now damn. she's on the run. She, she skipped town. She's on oh, the wow. run? Yeah, she skipped town. She, nobody knows where she's at. Oh, I wonder what they're trying to repossess the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like if she did. <laughs> but fortunately, because uh, my attorney had caught her straight up, recorded her and everything, I did get my money back. From her? Yes. I do not know how she did it. I do not know what she did. Yeah, how did... She probably told somebody else she had cancer to get you the money. Yes, probably, but I did get my money back, and that's all I wanted. Okay. All right, Brian. I can tell you're breaking up. All right. Thanks for calling. You guys had a good one. All right, you too. Okay. Breaking up like you did with that liar. Show me my boobs.
You like that, dude? That's yeah, great. that's good. Let's get our uh, entertainment <laughs> headlines going. We got some, uh, if we have time for it, some true crime report coming up. But let's get to Hollywood news first with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. We've got some remake and reboot news. Zac Efron will star in a Three Men and a Baby remake for Disney+. Plus. But unfortunately, that's all that's known about that project at this point. He's the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's also a new trailer for the new Saved by the Bell reboot that's coming to the Peacock streaming service. And there's a joke about Jesse Spano's infamous caffeine pill meltdown from the original series. All right. Oh, do you have it? I do. <laughs> this All was right. one of the episodes from, I, I don't know what year it was from, but it was memorable because they wanted to show her struggling with drugs. But they mm-hmm. couldn't show drugs. So she got addicted to caffeine pills. Mm-hmm. And they made her so excited that she just couldn't hide it <laughs> in the most hilarious way. So in the reboot, they're they're making fun of that. Here's oh, the scene. Right. She just, ruined it for I forgot the about others. that. If this wasn't from your generation, here's uh, a scene from the infamous caffeine pill addiction <gasps> nice. uh, uh, episode. It was a very special Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Remember the time they busted that one dude for smoking marijuana? Marijuana. When they were like backstage hanging out with this like a supposed oh, celebrity. Right. <laughs> and they found pot in the bathroom. Yeah. That was a good episode. It was one of those episodes where they they do that little talk to the camera afterwards yeah, where, where it's like, like, hey, look, we stupid. Did, yeah, we tried we tackled a really important subject for you kids today. And sure, we had some fun along the way. <laughs> but you know what's not fun? Getting hooked on caffeine pills. <laughs> A never-before-seen episode of the ABC series Blackish, made nearly three years ago, is now available to watch on Hulu. Blackish creator Kenya Barris shared the news in a statement Monday. The episode, titled Please Baby Please, tackled the topics of racism in America, ranging from the Charlottesville protests to kneeling in the NFL. Just a week before it was set to air in 2018, Disney shelved it. The episode's description on the streaming site simply reads, Dre reads A Crying Devante, A Bedtime Story. The episode is available to stream on Hulu right now, but it's unclear if Disney has plans to air the episode on ABC. The network could use new programming, and there, if there is interest in the Blackish episode following the company's controversial decision to it, uh, shelve it, originally the network's primary concerns were related to comments that characters made about President Donald Trump, not to the football storyline. Mm. And uh, finally... Antonio Banderas turned 60 years old yesterday. How do I know this? Because my mother wanted to have a birthday celebration for him. That's right. Mm -hmm. Your mom really had the hots for Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Well, he celebrated by contracting COVID-19. He said in a statement that he was forced to celebrate his birthday in quarantine, but he wanted to add that he is relatively okay, just a little more tired than usual, and he is confident that he'll recover as soon as possible. He also Is he sure it's not allergies? He should try Nasonex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would know at that point. That's how he knows it's He's COVID. He's probably an expert at knowing the difference between allergies and something else. Mm. Well, he added that he'll take advantage of this isolation to read, write, and rest. Mariachi 3, COVID-19. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we had some good calls earlier. We uh, played back some neckline calls. We didn't get to all the neckline calls, so I thought I'd uh, play the rest of those. 
The neckline is a number you can call anytime. Doesn't matter what time of day or night. Leave a message on that neckline, but be aware that we might play the call back on the radio. So I will get to those coming up here in just a few moments. Lisa, we're going to have Mayor DeMargo on Thursday. And specifically, I mean, we might talk about, uh, you know, COVID-19 back to school, but there's something else specifically that we were going to talk to the mayor about. Um, The budget and uh, the city budget, that's going to be for discussion. Um, And yeah, he's going to call in and talk to us. I think a lot of people are uh, have an issue with uh, the city manager, and I think it's a city attorney, getting pretty hefty raises. Uh, both of those positions uh, got raises of, I believe, twenty thousand dollars. It was a combined twenty thousand. Oh, so ten thousand apiece? No, it was, one of them well, got, one of them got significantly more. more. Yeah. I, I, did an article about this. Let me see if I can find it because I had the numbers. Yeah, they said that it's it, this was something that was built into their contracts. Like, so it's something that um, I guess is non-negotiable. Um, they are allowed to decline taking that raise. Um, I believe Tommy Gonzalez said that he was going to be donating his to a a COVID relief charity. There you go. Yeah. So Tommy Gonzalez, he already makes uh, three hundred sixty one thousand dollars a year. He's getting a five percent raise, which cur- turns out to about eighteen thousand dollars. Carla Neiman, she makes two hundred and fifty six thousand dollars a year, and she was going to get a two percent bump, which would be about fifty one hundred bucks. And so people are saying, hey, this is an appropriate time to be well, giving because people there are people that raises. are furloughed. There's people that have been let go from the city. I would imagine these people probably have those automatic raises negotiated into their contracts ahead of time. And that's what the city said. Yeah, they said that this was something that was already in their contracts um, that they had earned. So they were going to be doing it um, because it's uh, it's already built in. This is something they can't really say no to. Uh, but the people who are getting the raises can say no. We were talking uh, earlier about Cuban cigars, and uh, somebody called and said they get them all the time from these guys they work with that are Cuban. Yes. <laughs> and they're oh, a lo- sorry. Like, it, it, I, I damn near had a heart attack. Dave, was, he sidled on me again, man. Just right up next to <laughs> you. Yeah. Like, Lisa's talking, and, and I thought I heard something, and I turned around. There's Daver standing right next to me. He's working on this new laptop, thankfully. He's like a ghost, man. That yeah. just kind of pops can, up every yeah, now. He, he can be, he can be the, like the silentest person on the planet, or but the he can loudest. also be the loudest. Uh, so I'm seeing different people here saying that they they brought back. You can bring back uh, as either a hundred cigars or anything up to two hundred dollars in yeah, Cuban cigars. It has to be for personal consumption, quote unquote, is what the the rule is. <clears throat> People are saying, I, I brought some back from vacation. Well, I brought some back from vacation, but I just took the labels off, <laughs> you know, because that's really the only thing, unless you smoke them and you're a real aficionado and you say, oh, that's definitely a Cuban. And th- then I just put them in my luggage. Turns out they didn't ask any questions about it. So also, I didn't get them in Cuba because embargo, but I got them in Jamaica. Were they real Cuban cigars? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you can never really know unless you're actually in Cuba and get them or get them from somebody that you definitely trust. Uh, Luis says in Juarez, they sell Cuban cigars and you're allowed to bring them over. Along the same lines, 
Yeah, I mean, as long as you think they're Cubans and get as much enjoyment, but there's no real guarantee. It's just a matter of putting labels on cigars. Or you're so good at telling uh, cigars and their quality, which I don't think a lot of people are because they've they've gotten to where they really make some good cigars out of uh, different places in South America. I know the Cubans are still the, the gold standard, but... Like I say, unless unless you know for sure, you can never know for sure. Unless like that you Seinfeld go to- episode when they're talking about Dominicans versus Cubans, but they're they're bringing them in to roll crepes, not cigars. Oh, they wanted to get Cuban workers and Dominican workers to roll crepes. Yeah, crepes at this crepe restaurant, and they were like, "Hey, you're not trying to pass Dominicans off as Cubans now, are you?" <laughs> I've had some great Dominican cigars. I mean, just really, really good quality cigars. Here is uh, another comment. David says, out of curiosity, Buzz, I thought you stated you don't believe daily vitamins work. So why do you have one-a-day men's? I just brought those in the other day. I didn't know you could see them on the camera. (laughs) But apparently you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, I didn't say vitamins don't work. I said if you have... a reasonably healthy diet, like anything where you're getting vegetables and and fruit in your diet, you you probably don't need the vitamins. Mm -hmm. I I don't eat an especially balanced diet. (laughs) But the (laughs) main thing... You know, Buzz Adams, he Mm -hmm. barely consumes vegetables. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I I think even as, as on my diet, I don't think I really need the vitamins. Vitamins are for, you know, some of them, if you have a deficiency, for sure, you get those vitamins in there. They're good. I'm just, the idea of everybody. It's always better to get them from your food. Yeah, it's better to get them from your mm-hmm. food. I had this bottle that I found on my shelf. I'm trying to see where it, when it, ex- oh, they expired in 2011. So anyway, they'd been, up, they'd been up there for a long time, and I thought, well, waste not, want not. Right? <laughs> You're going to start taking them? Yeah, I'm going to start taking them. I don't think they're going to be poison. What are you going to drink them with? Like a Monster Energy drink, yeah. oh God, or a Diet Dr Pepper. For the love of God, drink some water. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan of water. So you're gonna take your vitamins. So when something's expired, uh-huh. at the very least, or at the worst, I think it means, especially if it's like a vitamin pill, it's maybe not as effective. I don't think it's gonna make you sick or anything. No. So I'm gonna take them. I found them. I'm going to take them. From 2011. Do they? No, no. They expired in 2011. They're probably from... 2005. Yeah, they're (laughs) probably from at least a couple of years. Here's what I figure on expiration... George W. Bush was still president. On on expiration dates, (laughs) they can pretty much put whatever expiration date they want to. So they have that kind of leeway. They're going to put it as early as they possibly can. So people will look at it and say, oh, these are expired... In the trash they go. That's how they get you. Well, yeah. I mean, they'd rather you throw away a perfectly good product, so they put the expiration date. Now, there's stuff like milk you can smell and, mm-hmm. you know, bread if it's got mold growing on it. But a lot of things like aspirin and stuff, it's got an expiration date on it, but it probably still works. If anything, maybe it's not as effective, but I don't think, I definitely don't think it's going to make, make you sick. But I'll let you know. And that's why I have the one-a-day men's vitamins. 
But just to be clear, yeah, if you didn't eat any uh, fruit or any citrus or something like that, eventually you'd get scurvy. That's why they started taking limes on board uh, ships. And the British were the first ones to start doing that, which is why Brit- British people are called limeys sometimes. That's kind of old, old-fashioned old lingo. Limey. Yeah, because the British sailors always traveled with limes so they wouldn't get scurvy. Scurvy. You scurvy dog. The bits of scurvy. Brandon, but but you agree if you eat a if you eat a balanced diet, it doesn't even have to be a perfectly balanced diet. If you mm-hmm. eat a moderately balanced diet, there's probably not any need for a vitamin regimen. Unless yeah, you have unless some, you unless have you, it, yes. unless you have a deficiency, mm-hmm. which is really uh, a medical issue. But then the one point. problem too is a lot of people don't eat a balanced sure. diet. So mm-hmm. you could be lacking yeah. in iron or vitamin C or vitamin B. I'm not lacking in iron because I eat a ton of red meat. Yeah, there you go. So I get plenty of that. You are missing the D, though. Mm-mm. Vitamin D. <laughs> vitamin Dr. Pepper. That's what that is. <laughs> right. Get a lot of that going. All right. You want to hear another uh, neckline call or two? Yeah. Sure. All right. The number for the neckline is 844-805-NECK. 844-805-6325. You can leave a message at any time. We might play it back on the air. If you want to call in during the show, like, for instance, now, if you want to call in talk live, make sure you get this number handy. It's a toll-free studio line, 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210. And let's take a call from the neckline. Uh, good morning, Buzz. Good morning, morning show. This is Sid. Hey, I got a quick question, Buzz. Um, a few months ago, you were making comments, I guess you'd say derogatory, against the Republicans because we were saying, oh, the Democrats want to take our guns and all that. And you thought it was kind of comical. Well, now you take a look at Biden uh, trying to get uh, Beto as his guns are, where he's uh, already said he wants to get rid of our ARs and our uh, AKs. And now they're going after the NRA. Do you still think that the Democratic Party is not trying to take the guns away from us? Uh, just give me, uh, you know, your point of view. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. All right, there is uh, Sid. Yeah, we're into the the home stretch here, where a lot of the strategy is let's scare grandma. But I guess that could also be let's scare grandpa. So a lot of it. Look, Obama was in office for eight years. Everybody said he's going to take your guns away from you. People went out as soon as he was elected. They saw guns and ammo flying off the shelves. You know what gun legislation Obama pursued for the eight years he was in office? Hmm. Nothing. Deadly squad. Uh, Biden has signaled that he would like to reintroduce assault weapons ban, which is what was, which was the it was a federal ban that was the law from 1994 to uh, 2004. I think they've studied it, and most studies say it didn't really have a significant impact on gun violence. Although, if you're talking about a mass shooting, a school shooting, or any other kind of mass shooting, they're responsible, uh, assault weapons, that is, or assault rifles, are uh, responsible for something like 85 to 90% of the deaths that are in mass shootings. Uh, Joe Biden was in the Senate when they passed the uh, the 1994 assault weapon ban and he said he would like to bring that back that is a pretty standard position on the left or even left of center I think that's really all it is though 
At least that's the 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 feeling I get. I think that's why I, don't I have take a hard time. I have a hard time translating that as they want to take your guns. They're talking about high capacity magazines. They're different. Uh, aspects of guns that make them fall into either an uh, assault rifle is technically different from an assault weapon. Uh, it's the number of different things. The you know a lot of it has to do with capacity. Uh, if it, how easily it is to convert from semi-automatic to automatic and those sort of things. I don't think anybody's coming after your thirty-eight special. You know or your handgun. Nobody's well, but- talking about that except people on the far, far, far fringe well the one problem is is that biden the thing that he has talked about it leaves it very open-ended for what type of gun he would like taken i mean it's easy to say like oh like if it's you know a semi-automatic like you know whatever it may be and you look at it and be like yeah that's not that's what we are talking about the way that they've worded it and the way that he has worded it it leaves it very open-ended which can be very scary for gun owners because they can be like look if it you know if it if they can perceive this as an assault gun or an assault rifle, this could be ne- this could be right there because it te- technically could all be under the yeah. same umbrella, right. and that is. But for me, the reason like I'm pro gun, I think that Americans should be allowed to own guns. I think if you're a law abiding citizen, you should be allowed to own guns. I don't think we should dictate law based on the select few. But I also don't think that this is a viable option. I think this is a talking point for Democrats because they know their side will back this. They know their side. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I think we need to ban this. It's the same thing Trump does where he, you know, talks out of the other side of his mouth to his constituency and he's never going to follow through with it. But that's what they want to hear. And that's why I'm, I'm not necessarily concerned with what anything Biden would do. If Biden gets elected. And say he's got a four-year term, I would expect anything to get done on gun legislation. I I would expect that to be dropped as soon as he, as soon as he gets in office. The same way Obama dropped it for eight years. There's a, a Facebook thing that's getting shared where Joe Biden was asked by a CNN anchor, "Are you going to take away guns?" Joe Biden answers, "Bingo!" So people have been uh, sharing that, but it's misleading because. The earlier questioning made it clear that he was talking about assault weapons. And he also said, well, people who already have them, there's no way you could take away uh, an assault weapon if people already own them. Now, you could pass a ban that uh, new ones could be sold after a certain date. But to me, I hear that and I I don't hear we're going to take your guns away. I hear we might do this assault weapons ban, which we had for a decade starting in 1994. Uh, This was with Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper asked him about gun owners who are concerned that a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon, said the vice president. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. He went on to say and make clear that it would be a national buyback program and that people couldn't be forced to give up the guns they already own. Biden said, that's not walking into their homes, knocking on their doors, going through their not gun cabinets. Not what Beto was saying he was going to do. <laughs> that's when he lost the whole thing, man. That's when it all went south for <clears throat> Beto. Well, Beto said something similar. I mean, he said, if you're talking about ARs, you bet your ass we're coming for him. He probably overplayed his hand there. I mean, but but Biden is making the distinction here it's like we're gonna have a buyback program it's not gonna be mandatory 
to me, that is a long way from, oh, they're just going to come take all you. They're going to disarm you or they're going to take all your guns away. Uh, as far as the NRA, well, the NRA is being challenged in New York and Washington, D.C. because of rampant mis- uh, misconduct. Doesn't it have more to do with business practices than actual gun ownership? Yeah, it, it has, like, with it's a nonprofit, and the people at the top of it are fleecing it. Uh, Wayne LaPierre worked in a, a post-employment contract using charitable funds because they mostly operate on donations where he got a $17 million post-employment contract. Uh, there are a lot of allegations that the top-ranking members of the NRA uh, use millions and millions from the NRA for personal use, including uh, luxury private jets, trips to the Bahamas, other private travel. Uh Colonel Oliver North used to be the president of the NRA, and he stepped down kind of abruptly, and they they didn't really give the exact reason why, but a lot of people think that it was he was calling out some of these uh, pretty shady business practices that were going on inside the NRA, that that had something to do with Ollie North uh, stepping down. But uh, I would say, as far as that goes, the NRA is not the Second Amendment, they are uh, an organization that has gotten really corrupt. They weren't even political up until like the 1970s. But if you got rid of a completely corrupt lobbying group, that would be good for everybody. If you got a legitimate gun lobby that's not run by a bunch of crooks to replace the NRA, that would be better, I think, for everybody. Through the 1960s and most of the 70s, the NRA lobbied for a lot of gun restrictions and gun laws. Um, let me see if I can find here a real quick reference I was referencing. Well, if you wanted to go back as far as the 1930s, here's what Carl Frederick, the president of the NRA, said in 1939. I have never believed in the general practice of carrying weapons. I do not believe in the general promiscuous toting of guns. I think it should be sharply restricted and only under licenses. Uh, NRA sponsored the Mulford Act, which banned the carrying of loaded weapons in California. They sponsored the Gun Control Act of 1968. So up until this big change, which kind of coincides with Wayne LaPierre got in there in the 70s, uh, the NRA was for common sense gun laws and gun safety. You know, pretty much how to store your guns, how to keep them safe. They didn't become this huge, hugely influential political group that was associated only with the Republican Party until about 1977. Based on all of that stuff, no, I think it's it's scare grandpa time uh, with a lot of this gun talk. Unfortunately, the Democrats fall into the trap so often. They say they're going to do things they have no intention of doing, no ability to do. And guess what? Grandpa gets scared. Mission accomplished for the GOP. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Tonight on Discovery Shark Week continues and a new show, Will Smith Off the Deep End. Will Smith confronts his fear of sharks for Shark Week. Is he looking to have an encounter? <laughs> an entanglement. An entanglement. entanglement. Uh, hopefully he doesn't become entangled with a shark or a net or anything. 15th season premiere of Hard Knocks on HBO. Who are the teams this year, Brandon? And 
It's the what Los is it going to be about so far? Well, I mean, the, the training camp has started. Like they're out on the field. Yeah, Did but you see the the Broncos when the the Broncos were heading out to their practice facility? They had a sanitizing spray where it looks almost like a oh, metal yeah. detector, and it's just was that the one where, it, where they walk through down? it and it sprays yeah. their whole body? Yeah. I bet a lot of it is going to be talking about whether or not there's going to be a season and, you know, some of the uncertainty. Like, it's probably going to be a very different season of Hard Knocks on HBO. And it's both uh, both of the L.A. teams? Yeah, both Chargers and Rams. This is going to sound really dumb, but I, I don't follow professional football very closely. Are the Raiders playing in Las Vegas this year? Or? Yeah, this is their first year. Okay. What a year. Maybe. Uh, yeah, throw some Raiders tickets in when we go to Vegas. There yeah, you go. Woo, let's go. Ugh. Can you imagine I just never, us in look, the audience like, yay. I, I, I've never wanted to be in one of those scared straight programs. And for the same reason, I never want to go to a Raiders home game. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine as as bad as Raiders fans are in Oakland. Uh-huh. What the Raiders fans in Las Vegas must be like. What are you talking about? We travel. <laughs> are you a Raiders fan? Uh, my family. like, uh, So my dad's side of the family, they all grew up in Northern California. Yeah, so. but what were what were their individual felonies? For, <laughs> um, <laughs> that one? What? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, so they're either 49ers or Raiders fans. And it was funny because my two cousins, Arturo and Lito, where one was a Raiders fan, one was a 49ers fan, and their room was like completely right down, split down the middle with like red and all these different Niners stuff. And then the other one was black and silver, everything. It was crazy. And I had no idea what any of it meant. The Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight has been postponed. Did you look into that? Are they given a reason for that? I haven't looked into it at all, no. Well, it's kind of a sideshow, I guess, but. Uh, people are going to pay for it, right? Yeah, I mean, it was I think it was $55 for that pay-per-view, I think is what they were shooting for. Well, the link I have here just says that the fight has been postponed to November, and then they're not given a lot of details about why it might have been pushed back. Maybe it has something to do with, you know, the pandemic. But it, it doesn't say for sure what that's about. All right, what's uh, going on with the reports on our COVID numbers in El Paso? I I got a link here that you're you're getting different numbers from different sources. Yeah, so according to the city, we got an update this morning um, of the COVID uh, numbers, and they're saying 215. However, there's a report coming out from KVIA that they're saying the number is actually 540. So clearly a very substantial difference between the two. Um, the press release from the city states that there were 215, uh, 215 new cases. However, the city's newly published data, and this is according to KVIA, shows a 540 case increase. Um, ABC7 says that they have reached out to a city spokesperson to clarify the discrepancy between the two. But um, they said they showed a screenshot of the city of El Paso's dashboard, uh, which is where you get the COVID numbers from. And it shows 16,936 total cases, which is a 540 increase. Right. That's what I've got. The The thing I've got from the city has the total number of cases at that 
number you mentioned, 16,936, but it has the lower number as the number of new new cases, 215. Well, that doesn't add up is what you're telling me? Yeah, so the city, yesterday, the COVID data from the city, and this was, came in at six. Where are these extra 300 and something? And this uh, is the question. So, it's, yeah, they said yesterday they're reporting 86 new COVID cases, bringing the total to 16,396. That's for yesterday. Today's says on it, um, there was 215 new cases, bringing the total to 16,936. The so, seven deaths is not being disputed, right? The seven deaths they're uh, reporting? 307 to, let me just make... Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe you need to crunch those numbers Yeah, no, that is, well. okay. On Monday, it was three, uh, 300 deaths. Today, it's 307. So that number is not being disputed. What's being disputed is the total case number, which, like we said yesterday, was 16,396. And today, that number is 16,936. So... I can't even, I'm like, because it's 396, 936. They're very similar numbers, but I still don't see. And I've been trying to figure this out um, all morning. We've been, uh, we've already been in contact with the mayor's office. Uh, We're waiting to get some sort of a response to that. Um, They were, I know that they were heading into the office to look at that. And uh, we've also spoke to KVIA and they were also asking for a statement on this too. Right. So they, they've acknowledged there's a discrepancy in the reported cases, Correct. And, but we're waiting to hear back about what led to that discrepancy. Exactly. Okay. So that's what we're trying to figure out right now, but I, uh, supposedly uh, one of those numbers is incorrect. We just don't know which one. Well, we've got uh, the death reports. They, they break out into different demographics and some people... Uh, like here and that, all the patients who are uh, reported in the seven uh, had underlying health conditions. I looked into that and found out that the the older you get, the more likely you are to have an underlying health condition. So that by the time you're talking about people in their 60s and 70s, right. that's just almost a given. Yeah. You know, it's very rare to find somebody in their 60s and 70s without any of the underlying health conditions. Yeah. Uh, so all these did have underlying health conditions. One male in his 40s, so that is a very young case of the ones that we've gotten in El Paso. Two males in their 60s, two males in their 70s, one male in his 80s. There was one female in the uh, latest fatalities that was female in her 90s, and all patients had underlying health conditions for what that's worth. All right, got one more call here. Uh, People have been calling the neckline. If you want to give a call, it's available 24 hours a day. You call anytime, 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325, and you can leave a message for us. Joanna, I might need to get your extra attention. Listen to this. It's somebody calling calling in about the dating site for cat lovers. Do you remember what the dating site was called? Tabby. Tabby. That's right. It's a dating app specifically for cat-friendly people. Yeah, this is Dean from Abilene. You're doing that thing on the cat thing or whatever. Tell Joanna that I got, I don't know, I got 19 cats. <laughs> with uh, outside cats. Except for two. I found two in the alley about a month ago. There were newborns I've been bottle feeding. They're bobtails. They don't have any tails. They're just there was three of them. One of them died. But, um, 
I think they're part bobcat or something. I don't know. But they are very honorary. So still, Joanna, hey. So, hey. <laughs> oh, that's the best nice. call. Dean, thank you for All right. going down. I like to. Just tell Joanna. Joanna. What's up? <laughs> I got 19 cats. He's bottle feeding I mean, cats. I like that in a man. <laughs> I, I guess. I oh, mean, by the way, Joanna. Huh? He says, sup. <laughs> sup. Did we let you know that he, what he said? What's Here. So still, Joanna, hey. Sup. <laughs> I don't think Sup, he Dean. could have ended that call amazing. any better than well, that. When you, when you get on the Tabby app. Uh-huh. Make sure that you expand the search area to include to Abilene. 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 Yeah, nice. That's where Dean is. Dean from Abilene. With his little bobcat kittens. Sup. Make sure you make sure he shows up there. We're still doing a hey. Sup.